Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Austin Powers is like, there's that clip from Austin Powers besides him being saying yeah baby but then there's the other one where he's like I also like to live dangerously <laughs> oh what's up guys Tim's of risky here back at it again with the brand new video. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the Tins of Risky show. I am obviously Tins of Risky. Um, don't worry, there's a full staff back there. Thank you. Thank you. No, I don't need the, the, the roast beef sandwich right now, all right? I'm good. I'm good to go. Thanks. Love you, though. Uh, welcome to the Tins of Risky show. I am your host, Tins of Risky. Um, um, <laughs> so, how about wrestling right now, right? Am I right? It's crazy. This whole. Vince McMahon selling the company thing, coming back, starting the new year off fucking right. Because it just seems like the whole world is falling apart in every single avenue, right? <laughs> let's, let's think about it. I mean, politically, is the president going to get impeached? Because he also had classified documents, even though he put on that big ruckus about the former president. Um, there's a war on the other side of the world. That's still happening. I know that nobody's talking about it, but this war in Ukraine that we're just sending all this money to. Um, uh, there's this whole Fair Tax Act thing, right? Have you? Has anyone paid attention to this yet? This whole Fair Tax Act thing that um, could essentially, amongst other things, get rid of the FBI or not the FBI, but the um, um, the IRS, but then also would get rid of total like federal tax. That's in the uh, the House right now, right? So they're trying to make that whole thing happen. Um, but more importantly, as it comes to the stream here, I mean that that other stuff. I'm not smart enough, and I don't pay. I, I'm smart enough. I just don't pay attention enough to where the comments here on the whole screen. Would just blow up like a motherfucker. Is <laughs> like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. Fucking, you don't know what you're talking about, slick. You're stupid. You know all that sort of crap. That stuff would be all over the comments as we're as we're streaming here. Um, but, but yeah, no, but that's not what we're gonna talk about here <laughs> as of yet. I mean, if there's an interest, I mean, I'll talk about it. But, um, but the whole WWE going up for sale thing was not how I expected this year to go. I expected uh, a long, 
<laughs> let's let's face it to all the wrestling fans. I expected a long, drawn out, like l- very elaborate professional wrestling war is really what I thought was going to happen. I thought that, you know, sh- like Stephanie and Triple H and Nick Khan taking over the business. I thought that this was going to become a huge fucking you know, long and drawn out professional wrestling war with Brian Danielson eventually coming back and, you know, being like, oh, you know, fucking John Moxley takes out Roman Reigns in like seven years or something like that. And the the world just is like that sort of shit that I thought was going to was going to happen is not going to happen. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it very well could be the uh the end of the professional wrestling world because like let's face it all right AEW's on TV but they're on TV because the WWE was around I'll say it nobody else has to the reason that they even got picked up was because of the type of ratings even they were never you know um opposed to anybody for for like 20 something years they were they were you know they were still drawing fucking million people and stuff like that yeah you know and again the comments i get it people are gonna be like oh yeah but their ratings were going down and blah 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 dude it doesn't fucking matter (laughs) if you're bringing in a a 1.0 they're happy in 2022 or 20 even 2016 before before these guys even showed up but if the playing field was that these guys were the very, you know, like, first fucking wrestling show ever. Like, Raw never existed. 1993 never existed. And it just became, and, you know, fast forward and AEW was the only show. They probably wouldn't have gotten a TV deal. They would probably still be fucking in the circus. <laughs> Like it's like all the old old super old wrestling, right? It was all in like circuses and you know where they would mark the back of your ear because you were a mark, right? That's what you know everyone knows. <coughs> However, it's it's now that this is all for sale. There's so many moving parts with it. I mean, between Vince being like "fuck yeah, I'm coming back," and then came back two days later, the other chair people resigning, including his daughter. Um, for me, I think that there's a little bit more of a personal attachment to why Stephanie McMahon had, uh, had left. I think the big part of that is because this man has publicly ruined their family more than he had in, in, in the private, (laughs) like this dude was like cheating on Stephanie's mom (laughs) for all these years and then using the family company's money to cover it up. You know, like, that's, like, yeah, I would probably hate my father, too. I know that she went on SmackDown, and she was like, I love you, Dad. It was probably because he picked her to to take over the company, right? (laughs) She she was like, I fucking love you. I'll have your back. But now, and he's coming back. He also, like, he he probably broke a word that that would, you know, like, if he, like, I'm a man of my word, and I will never come back. Let me do it in the Vince voice. I'm a man of my word, goddammit. And I'm never coming back. And then what does he do? Fucking eight months later, he comes right running back and takes over and takes over the company again. But as I said on the last stream here, um, smart dude fucking kept all that controlling stock so that he could do that. 
<laughs> that's power, brother. <laughs> that's that's having the ability to do whatever the fuck you want. And that's that's I'd much rather have that than ever be like like the president of the United States or the owner of a I guess if you're an owner of a small business, but fuck that, not a publicly traded IPO. <laughs> be like, I'm fucking coming back. I don't want to fucking retire. Fuck you. It's basically saying like like, I'm better than everybody. God damn it. Because <laughs> that's what he did. This motherfucker banged all these people, gave them millions of dollars. It came out <laughs> with his family organization, and now he's selling this. But who's he selling it to? Is he selling this to the Saudi Arabians? <laughs> Is it going to be a so- hashtag Saudi, Saudi Arabian classic, as me and my friend Walt would say? Is this going to be a, uh, you know, is it going to be the greatest WrestleMania season of all time? Because <laughs> if you remember, they had the greatest Royal Rumble where Braun Strowman, who's also back, he uh, he fucking won that title belt that didn't mean anything. They literally did it for that super million dollar paycheck. Are these guys going to take this over? Or is it going to be Comcast? You know, Comcast, NBC, the whole conglomerate there, they've had a very long relationship with the WWE. You know, dating, you know, my buddy Jeff today, he was saying that he was, he mentioned um, um, the Saturday Night Main Event. That was in the fucking 80s, the, around the same time, you know, that, that, fucking Vince and Dick Emerson, you know, best fucking friends. Um, <laughs> you know, there's that ESPN documentary about the XFL where they're talking about how, how much they love each other, right? Um, are those are those two conglomerates? Like, that's the one that makes the most sense, you know, according to everybody, because of the relationship that those two co- companies have had together. It makes the most sense for them to go to go there. And then, <laughs> and then um, who else? Uh, um Okay, so the, the new kids on the block, right? Um, the Khan family, you know, not to be, you know, confused with, with Nick Khan, who, by the way, everyone, he's like good friends with The Rock. And, you know, The Rock, back in the day, people had, there was always rumblings on the internets about The Rock wanting to buy the company. So let's not throw his name out of here, all right? So, so who's keeping score at home? So we got um, the Saudi Arabians here. And then we got we got the Rock, and then we have you know Comcast right now, right? Um, um, but but now the new kids on the block, all right, and then Nick Khan and the Rock, right? Because of, uh, according to the news, you know the, the wrestling news, and again I take it all with a grain of fucking salt until somebody official, not I don't know, I don't even trust what is it Sports Keepsia or Sports Keeper, whatever the fuck that you can at them or whatever the fuck so that they know I'm, I'm talking about them. But I don't trust their website either. It's like, because it's just not a real fucking website. <laughs> Until you get something for concrete from like ESPN, I could fucking say anything. And I, ta- I gave this example the other day. I could literally say that, you know, fucking, I'm going to buy it. Me and Jeff, we made that post today. Jeff, my friend and I, we're going we're gonna to buy this, this company, right? <laughs> it's, it's in the budget. Why not? It's not fucking true. (laughs) 
But now they're saying that the new kids on the block, the uh, the other cons, not Nicholas, but you know, Tony and his father Shad are also interested. The owners of the Jaguars are also interested in buying the WWE today. Today they announced it. Yeah, that, yeah, we're interested. I'm fucking. Can I don't believe it until I see it. I don't believe it until I see it. Like, like, cause then you know. What's going to happen after that? <laughs> I bet you if that were to happen, they're not going to, Peacock's not going to continue doing that business because they, you know, what if they're on the table to fucking buy this thing? They're not going to, they're, they're going to lose the TV rights, just like Ring of Honor did. Literally be the exact same deal as Ring of Honor, except to a much larger scale. That's what would end up happening here. The WWE would be fucking dead. That guy doesn't know. Tony Khan does not know what to do with, with something like that. The only people that know what had to do something like that are 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 the McMahon family, including Triple H. But I don't think that they're they're not going to stick around to be employees. Vince might, because you know he's just like he's just like fucking Ric Flair. Woo! He <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna you know want to do this until he's fucking. On his deathbed, and then he's still gonna book a match. Is what is what Vince McMahon is gonna do. He he loves it so much. He's don't get me wrong. He's definitely getting a huge payday at the same time, but he just can't step away, man. He just he can't do it. It's not in him at all. Um, shit. So you know who I think is gonna buy it? I think it's gonna be New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I should have done a drum roll. Let's redo that. You know who I think is going to buy it? New Japan Pro Wrestling. Here's why I think it's going to be New Japan Pro Wrestling. Again, I am also not being serious. But if I was... I would say that New Japan has a shot at buying it because we don't know what they're fucking worth. Um, the company that owns them, I don't remember what the name of them are, but they're they, they're like a game company. Like they make trading card games and shit. You know, they used to be owned by Ukes, and then you know Antonio Noki had started it and ran it for fucking ever, but prior to that, so it almost makes sense that. That they would buy it because, hey, we don't know what their fucking net worth would be. And B, I think that they, if a new regime was going to take over this company, those motherfuckers would be the best guys to do it. Granted, I don't think that this game company that owns New Japan has, I don't know, fucking six to seven to eight billion dollars. Because that's what this deal is going to end up being. You know what I mean? If not more. You know, and that I base that off Peacock saying that they um that it was like for five years they spend a billion dollars to the rights to everything on the network. So using that as my basis, we're talking fucking way more than that. And you know, you say that number super fast, right? You say six to seven to eight billion dollars, but I don't think anyone realizes how much fucking money that is. Cause that's fucking mind blowing. And then for Vince to, you know, get whatever 
share he's going to get off of that sale and stuff like that. Like, it's wild. <laughs> it's so wild to think about. You know what I mean? I don't know enough to, to know, and maybe somebody can write this in any of the comments, wherever you're watching this, um, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. But how does the process work when taking a public company and making it private? Do you, like, as far as if you were to own shares? Now, I don't own any shares, and I've kicked myself 20 times because of it. But again, it's the, the whole stock thing is just, it just scares the fuck out of me, right? But, but when you take a public IPO and then make it private, the shares that you have, is that just at the price of the act, this actual happening? Or does the sale need to happen first, and then that sale closes it all out? Is that... Is that how that works? Which one would it be? Like, what? When do you actually get the payout on your shares that you own? Is it before, like, because it's not like a company can like flip a switch because they have to like alert the shareholders and stuff like that, right? I don't know. Somebody can explain that in any of the comments wherever you're watching that. That would be too sweet. All right, let's get into the game here, and and we'll 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 take it from there. All right, let's uh, make our way down to ringside. All right. So. I guess get the rest of this card, right? Yeah. Actually, let's play this one. Fatal 4-Way Tables match. Alright, we got... Kevin Owens, Batista, Ricochet, and Owen Hart. We're gonna go with Owen. Here on the Tins of Risky Show. Tim's a risky show. Everybody knows how impressive Kevin Owens is with the way he's able to move for such a big man. But 
the movie stuff. One of the greatest WWE superstars of all time. Makes his way down the lane looking like a million friggin' bucks. Gets ready for fatal four-way action here on the Tons of Whiskey Show. And folks, if you're just joining us, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Let your friends and family know the type of action that we have going on here. As David Bautista, the Deacon, the animal, the movie star. Nice to Jodra for the assist on the, the introduction. Letting us know that the biggest high flyer in the, the game has made his way back to the ring. I think he just got engaged too. Congratulations, Ricochet. seen Ricochet wrestling. Boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat. And here he comes. professional wrestlers I've ever seen gracing us with his presence here in this fatal four-way tables match here on the Tins of Whiskey Show. Representing the Heart Foundation. the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. 
There's Ricochet and there's Owen Hart. We get ready for fatal four-way action. As all these people square up with somebody else. Batista picks up Owen Hart with a gorilla press slam and a powerbomb to Ricochet behind that. by both these competitors, by both Ricochet and by Owen Hart. Batista, setting Owen to the outside. Owen Hart sent to the floor as all three of the other competitors are still in the ring. And Owen Hart picks up that table. Ricochet comes to the outside to meet Owen Hart and eats a knee to his face. David Owen set to the outside by Batista. He throws the table back to the outside and joins everybody on the floor. Ricochet with a huge DDT. Batista picks up Ricochet. Grabs Ricochet and brings him back into the ring. Kevin Owens fighting Batista on the outside. As Owen Hart hits Ricochet with a sit-down powerbomb on the floor. Batista throws Kevin Owens across the, the floor there. thrown to that table by Batista. Batista's just whipping him around the ring. Owen Hart, he's got Ricochet up in a powerbomb position. Over by that table. Oh, but Ricochet able to fight out of it. Batista just mauling Kevin Owens on the floor there. for these competitors want to be victorious here on the Tim Zabriskie Show. As they very well could be up for a championship contest at any time. Batista destroying Kevin Owens still. Going hard up for that powerbomb once again. Going hard, repositioning that table closer to Ricochet there. Oh, let's. Ricochet fell through that table. Batista and Kevin Owens still fighting on the, on the floor there. And Batista looks like he's grabbing the table as the men on the outside are taking a break. <laughs> Stone gun by Batista. And he gets over the table of his own.
Slider back by Owen Hart. Oh, Kevin Owens almost sent through that table. And with that German suplex, followed by a belly to black. <laughs> belly to black back, excuse me. By Ricochet. Ricochet now stomping the chest and oh, standing. Standing Gainer, shooting star press. As Batista eats an elbow to the floor and hits, hits him with a super kick by Kevin Owens. Another table into the ring. This match is get, just getting brutal here. All four of these men are just destroying each other. For your entertainment. Ricochet then. Those are attacking your own heart. Oh, the kid knocks him out with that devastating kick. Batista, Triple H. Batista, Kevin Owens. And Ricochet on the outside here. Oh, what a dangerous stretch. Just stretching Batista the movie star. Who's going to be victorious here on the Tim Zabriskie Show? One heart grabs another team. Oh, 
tries to pick up Kevin Owens and takes a bag body drop. Batista, huge boot to the face of Ricochet. Batista sends him in. All four of these men are trying their hardest to throw one of the competitors to that table. Oh, DDT. Belly to back by Batista. Owens. Ricochet throws him into the table himself. Set through that table by Ricochet. Ricochet with the impressive victory here on the Tins of Show. And the action continues. Let's get ready for the next matchup here. Oh, however, here we go. Little international warfare, even though they're both from Pennsylvania. We have Yokozuna going one on one against Kirk Angle <laughs> here on the Tins Risky Show. competitors are going to have some serious action here. Oh, no. One of the most devastating and gigantic superstars ever to appear here on the Tim's Risky Show. 
Yokozuna, obviously, sumo grand champion. Well, this is his first encounter with the Olympic gold medalist who won it with a broken freaking neck. for the pin and only a one count. Angle back up to his feet. Oh, huge punches. That knocks him down. Yoko tries to pick him up. Oh, and a belly to belly. <laughs> Devastating. There's 500 fucking pounds. As he drops that ass right across the lower back of Kurt Angle. Angle with a clip for a clothesline, but nowhere for the Yoko to go. So he effectively hits him with that DDT. He immediately goes for the pin. And not even a one count. Yoko now. Double devastating kicks here. Little dosey dough between both these competitors. But Yoko hits him with an STO, gets caught though. Here with a dragon screw. Good angle starts working on that tree trunk of the former world heavyweight champion. Oh, punch to the gut. Yoko sends Kurt Angle to the floor. And the fans here at the Tins Biscuit Show are loving every second of it. Angle sends him down. As he reaches under the ring, grabs himself a kendo stick, goes to attack Yokozuna, but Yoko able to get out of it. Angle. Tries to attack Yoko as well with that clothesline and nothing. Sends him down and oh my god, that kettle stick went across his chest. Oh, hits him in the back with that kendo stick. And again. Oh, and again. I don't care how much you weigh, how big you are. Getting hit with a kendo stick sucks.
Kurt Angle on the other side of the ring just talking some shit. Encouraging Yokozuna to get up. Kurt Angle still chained to the head. Pretty big target for Kurt Angle to focus on with that chair. Angle reaches under the ring again. And another kendo stick. Oh, he hit him in the ankle. Again, with the ankle shot. Both these competitors fighting each other as hard as they can. And Kurt Angle with that forearm smash. Knocking Yokozuna down once again. Angle now has a sledgehammer. Oh, but Yokozuna able to reverse it. Hits it with a clothesline. Angle German suplex Oh my gosh she held on Oh my god German suplex again What is this Three German suplexes on the floor Oh my gosh Yo goes through his head Hit that steel That steel step Kurt Angle taking apart the furniture here. Grabs Yoko. Puts him against that table. What is this? Kurt Angle. Hits Yoko. Oh, no, he can't do this. Climbs to the top. Oh my God, Russo! Yokozuna. Can't knock him out because he's as quick as a lightning. Moves out of the way. That just changed the complete dynamic of this entire contest. As Kurt Angle ripped, fell through the table and it's just getting decimated now with a headbutt. Zuna now. Smacks Kurt Angle's head across the the, stop, the top of the, the fucking ring. The apron. Oh, knocks him down and Kurt Angle's bleeding. Kurt Angle with a wild punch there. Sends Yoko back into the ring. Picks up that sledgehammer once again. Goes to attack Yoko. Oh, but he got him that time. Oh, look at that gash in Yokozuna's back.
Wait a set off. And the hip toss. Goes for the pin. Kurt Angle, is he going to win here? And not yet as Yokozuna is able to, to kick out of that one. Kurt Angle now twist in the neck. Angle now. Went for the sledgehammer hit. Oh, it hits him in the gut. Kurt Angle just laughing at him. He's decimating this 500-pound opponent here. Slingshot. With the pin. Only a two count. Angle now, up to the middle. Senton splash. Good angle, looks like he can run 700 miles right now as he goes for the pin on Yokozuna. Only a two count. Yoko picked up once again. Sent off the ropes. And what a hip toss by, by Kurt Angle. Punch to the face. Double punches by Kurt. Both these men are bleeding profusely. Oh, kick to the gut. Angle with another pin. Only a two count here. Oh, what a European uppercut. Third angle with that choke on Yoko Zuna. Yoko gonna tap out. And now he's able to reverse it. Find his way out of that. Yoko picks up Kurt Angle here. Oh, what a power slam. Oh, and a leg drop by Yoko. That leg has gotta be 800 pounds itself. Goes for the pin. And Kurt Angle with the kick out. Yokozuna can't believe it. He's ready for this match to be over here. Oh, as he steps on top of Kurt Angle. That'll knock the wind out of you. Forearm smash. Kurt to the top rope here. Dace Yoko gets here with a huge drop kick off the top. Amateur grapple here. Third angle, relentlessly staying on top. Of Yokozuna. Yokozuna sends him to the floor. 
Drops the ass on Kurt Angle on the outside. Both these competitors are still fighting each other. Cross body by Kurt Angle missed. And Yokozuna is right there to take advantage. This match has been devastating. Push it again. European uppercut once again. Good angle. German super. And another one. And a third one. Class in the top rope. Went for the elbow and missed. Punch to the gut. Third angle. Tornado DDT. Is he going to do it? To the 500 pounder goes for the pin. And that's it. Impressive match here. We get ready for one on one contest Brock Lesnar versus the mystery guy. Brock Lesnar. One of those intimidating guys here.
This match is going to be amazing. fucking around. Here we go. One-on-one -on -one action. John Morrison up against a, in an uphill battle against Brock Lesnar here. Brock now picks up John Morrison, deadlifts him off the floor. And there's only one guy in the world that I know that can really do something like that. Lesnar now. Goes for the gut rush well, but looks like Morrison able to get out of it and knocks Brock down. Is this going to be Morrison's opportunity to take advantage of the most dominating guy in the world? <laughs> I don't think he's going to like working for Saudis himself, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's not going to the Saudis. Double axe him. Oh, but Brock able to throw him off. Lesnar attacking John Morrison. Kick to the back by Morris. Kicks him down. Morrison up to the top rope. Right for the leg drop and connected a little bit on that. Lesnar immediately grabs a hold and just destroys him here. Goes for the punch. Oh my god, connected beautifully. Crucifix! And even though John Morrison has taken a lot of damage in this this contest here, he's staying with it against the beast Brock Lesnar.
the crucifix. Drop it. Hey, another drop it. Another leg drop missed. Oh, what a suplex. By Brock Lesnar. Picks up Morrison. Morrison with a clothesline. And another one off the ropes. Huge leg lariat against Brock Lesnar. Morrison up to the second. Double axe handle missed. And Brock Lesnar quickly back to his feet. Goes for the pin out of nowhere. Luckily, John Morrison is able to kick out. Devastating hits. All across the face of John Morris. Brockham goes for the pin. Somehow Morris was able to kick out. Oh, dragon screw. Looks like Brock's holding his knee. And finally hits that leg drop. Morrison now waiting for Brock to get back up to his feet. Oh, huge clothesline. Brian Hayson. Morrison now. Off the rope once again. The fans are kind of turning on Morrison here. Rockdown picks up Morrison. Oh, sends him over and down to the floor. Triple power bomb on the floor. Probably the worst place in the world to get hit with one of those. Close on my Brock. Brock just decimating. Lesnar smashes Morrison's head against the steel steps. Completely devastating. Oh, drop kick to Brock. Morrison taking apart that Spanish announce table.
Morrison smashes Brock's head against that table. Missed. Rock back to his feet. Oh, powerbomb. Another one. And a third one. Consecutive. Goes for the pin. And that's it. That was enough. Brock Lesnar with the impressive victory here on the Tins Risky Show. And folks, that's going to do it for us here on the Tins Risky Show. How do you not love this song, huh? how much fun we're having. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out for as long as you did. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. You can also listen to this this uh, exact stream wherever you uh, listen to your damn sweet-ass podcast. You know, the Apple Music Store, fucking iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever. Just search for The Tim Zabriskie Show. And for Tim Zabriskie, I'm Tim Zabriskie saying, have a very Tim Zabriskie evening. Bye. <laughs>